So 2020 is right around the corner and it's time to talk about the winners and losers in B2B marketing. With us today, Yoel Israel, founder of Wadi Digital. Good morning, Yoel. Good morning, man. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> what a great way to cap out 2019. <laughs> yes, it is. Tell us a bit about uh, Wadi Digital. What do you do there? Uh, all right. So just in short, we're basically we do LinkedIn ads and lead generation. Uh, someone like to say we're a uh, marketing agency, but the truth is we're really more than that. We provide American customer service, and we go above and beyond and provide products and services that no other agency in the world provides. That sounds good. So, for example, right now we're, we've a beta for a cybersecurity influencer platform. It's a platform, there was no B2B technology influencer platform, a real one. There's one mm -hmm. that's kind of like Upwork. It's like a marketplace, but what we do is we're bringing together companies, cybersecurity companies, that want to get their content out there, um, non-gated, uh, value-added content, and then they're influencers that like to share value-added content already are within mm -hmm. the cybersecurity uh, world. So what we do is we've basically, we're creating a marketplace in between them and help facilitating uh, both of them to be able to help each other. And it's really a win-win. So these are one of the things that we're able to offer other technology marketers um, that no other company does. It's really what mm -hmm. separates us, um, let's say from everyone else, one of the many things. So say I'm, I'm a founder of a, of a cybersecurity company here in, uh, in Tel Aviv, and I wanna use your platform. I wanna benefit from that platform, that influencer platform, right. what do I do? Uh, you contact me. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think we have your LinkedIn in the back yeah, right. somewhere. So yeah, you contact us and we set you up. We schedule the call. We show you the platform. Mm -hmm. We let you know it's a beta, and we kind of just try to like scare people away. You know, there's there's a joke about like people want to convert to Judaism. They try to scare them away with like circumcision and Passover. Yes. So we try to because like this is a beta, and we need partners, mm -hmm. and that's what we're looking for right now. People that have patience. It's, um, it's very inexpensive at the moment. Um, and you know, people that are willing to learn and grow with us, you know, so they can have all those advantages of the platform mm -hmm. as we continue to grow it. Uh, Yoel, you do a lot of PPC, right? Mostly on LinkedIn? Correct. So what, what have we learned in 2019 that we didn't know before? Uh, what you learn is that you have no idea what the hell is gonna be rolled out. Anything they say is gonna be rolled out by a certain date doesn't get rolled out on that date. What you learn is that there are a lot of challenges, but amazing leaps forward in LinkedIn. Um, what you're seeing is uh, new targeting options, new ways of using the platform, new ways to engage with your followers, uh, you know, new ways how the algorithm is working, starting improving a lot of different features. You're starting to see a little bit of traction in groups, more traction in hashtags, attraction in tagging people. There's a whole bunch mm -hmm. of things now. So like a few months ago, you used to be able to, uh, you should just upload a photo. Now you, when you upload a photo, they ask if you want to tag someone in the photo. Now, that doesn't show up on their profile yet, in my opinion, they're gonna go where Facebook is, where you're gonna have your own Rolodex of, let's say, photos, mm -hmm. and those people that are tagged, you'll be able to see even though other people post it. If not, I don't know why else it has to tag people. Mm -hmm. So you're starting to see them prepare for bigger things coming out in 2020, 2021, 2022. It is very much far from, it's very much a maturing platform, and I think it's doing the right thing, taking the right times and the right steps to get there. Ultimately, you just need to be patient enough for mm -hmm. uh, the bugs and the challenges that come with it. But if you're patient, something many Israelis don't understand, if, uh, <laughs> if you're patient, it works amazingly. But the problem is that one of the great successes of, let's say, Israeli technology companies, founders, marketers in particular, is they're always looking for uh, a shortcut. And when it comes to LinkedIn, it is, in my opinion, the best way you call it a shortcut. But there's no cutting corners. You really got to get straight into it. Um, you got to you got to put the time, the effort, and the money, and the investment, and the psychological investment of being able to understand the platform differently because it's not Google, it's not Facebook. Mm -hmm. So let's drill into that. When you say you got to put in the, the money, the time, and the budget, 
How much are we talking about? I, I want to kick off a LinkedIn campaign. You know, Israeli startups are not very well funded. Mm -hmm. How much do I need to invest in terms of time, effort, and budget to really start bringing in those leads? So there's two ways to go to this. So one is, let's say, if you're, if you're a founder and you've branded yourself as the CEO and you're the branding, or are you going to be branding the company? And there are two different avenues mm -hmm. of going about. So, so w which would you recommend? I mean, I recommend both. If you have the if right personality, if you have the right personality CEO, well, mm -hmm. then it depends on your resource. So if you're as an individual trying to grow on LinkedIn and let's say bring in business and leads and network as an individual, then it's not money. It's about connections, outreach, commenting on posts, following hashtags, spending the time on the platform, engaging and providing value. If not, um, if you don't have that time or those resources or you're not an extrovert or you don't like social media, if it's difficult for you, which is fine, mm -hmm. then there's an the advertising route, but it's not going to be through your face. It's going to be through your company's logo, mm -hmm. which of course is colder, right? Mm -hmm. It's not as warm as a picture of a person, exactly. right? And with your people job title as an individual, yeah. right? It's a, in the end of the day, like people like to say LinkedIn's a B2B platform and it is more than any others, but it really is a human human platform. Mm-hmm. What about budget? I mean, how, how much do I, I have Israeli startups come to me and say, okay, we have a thousand shekels to put on, on, Why uh, are you laughing? on LinkedIn. Uh, is that effective? I mean, no. a thousand shekels, no. It's not effective. Okay. What, what's the monthly budget uh, for, for running a real campaign, a, lead gen, a business lead gen campaign? Well, look, if you're trying to get start and like put your, your feet in the water, you just spend $2,000 a month and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you need some like free consulting or anything, people can contact me. I help you all the time, just for free. We set 30 minutes, make sure they do everything right. Um, but start with $2,000 and start with remarketing uh, just to get the feel for the platform. Once you see the quality of the leads come in and mm -hmm. you start to understand it, you start to learn the cost per clicks, then you start to under, then what you'll find yourself is in a couple months time, you'll be getting more, you'll be requesting more budget to do LinkedIn mm -hmm. ads. I see, I see. So what's the number one mistake that you see startups making with LinkedIn? Um, is that they're too pushy. They're doing a lot of, they're like, they're spamming people. Not an advertising thing, but they're sending messages asking people to sign up for my platform or mm -hmm. learn about this. Or that, you know, they're not, like, there's no, like, I don't know who you are. You send me a connection request only so then you can, you know, spam me with messages. Um, so for Israeli companies in particular, this is a problem that they have. So what's the alternative? I, I am, you know, Engage. looking to sell my... Engage. It's straight up. So let's say if you had... Um, so, I mean, you go, you follow your certain hashtags. So let's say you're in cybersecurity because mm -hmm. we're on Follow the certain cybersecurity hashtags, right? Um, look for them, follow them, and engage with them. And follow those people that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. And by commenting and commenting back, people will start to get know what you do. And by having a proper job title, which is probably the most important part is your job title, because when you comment on someone else's post, three things show up. You got your, your thumbnail of your photo, the second is your name, mm -hmm. right? And then the third is your job title. Yes. So they, would all, so they wanna know how to reference you and when you're communicating with them, they're probably not going to your LinkedIn page, at least immediately. Mm -hmm. You want them to be able to know what kind of expertise, what's the kind of person that I'm working with. So you might wanna put a little personality in there, kind of like your expertise, and you wanna get as specific and into your niche as possible. Right? You mm -hmm. don't want to write marketing manager. It doesn't mean anything. You're great. It's you amongst you know, <laughs> 20 million. You, know, you want to do you know, a marketing manager for blockchain, right? Mm -hmm. So um, then you kind of like, you have a little bit of authority when you're talking about marketing and blockchain. 
So, uh, I mean, that's really, that's the- I'm going to change my title right away. Yeah. You're going to change your title? Great. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. If you want, I'll help you. We can sit on an after. We can do it. Super. So, what about Facebook? Do you do any Facebook? Uh, so, I just started cross, organically, I just started cross-posting. I mean, I post on LinkedIn every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, uh, I love LinkedIn and I like the communication that happens there. I'm not a big fan of the engagement on Facebook. I just don't enjoy it as much, I, and I'm not sure why. I'm trying to figure it out. I have some speculations, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to go into it. Um, but you're not going to get the thing about organically. I mean, for, so I started cross-posting because so many people would say, mm-hmm. yo, why don't you post on Facebook? Why don't you post on Facebook? Um, I have more pictures probably of my kids on LinkedIn than Facebook because I tie it in often to like, you know, entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and education, which a lot of things I like to talk about, not just marketing. But Facebook, is, it's important to be there and engage, especially if you're in a small pond like Israel, where people make those connections mm-hmm. on the head of Facebook, I think it is uniquely is um, very good for Israel. Israelis trying to network with Israelis. But if you're trying to reach beyond that audience, no one's going to connect with you on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to advertising, um, in general, my rule of thumb is, um, there, are very, there are a few exceptions, but my rule of thumb is any dollar you could spend on Facebook would be better spent than either LinkedIn, Google, or Quora. What about Quora? That's an amazing platform. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about it? <laughs> <laughs> so do you have many customers using it? Um, yes, but we usually mostly for touch points. Mm-hmm. Quora probably has gone through tremendous changes in advertising this last year. So Quora is unique because it's two things. It's a social media platform. For those that don't know, Quora is a question and answer um, it's like a question answer social media. Mm-hmm. It's, it's its own thing, but it's, you should check it out. Q-U-O-R-A.com. And what's cool is that it's both like social media where you can target people by interests and topics and things of the sort, but it's also a search engine because people search for questions and answers. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Pinterest, but that's B2C. It's actually it's a search engine where people search for pins and boards, but you can also target based on your interests, you know, your locations, your demographics. So the same thing is true for Quora. Um, wow. So it's actually, it's both, so it's unique. But when, if you ask a professional question, let's say about, uh, let's say a question that CISO would ask, um, then what you, um, these answers, if anyone's viewed that answer, you can cookie that answer. So once viewed that answer, you can now show them ads anywhere else on Quora or Quora's advertising network, which expands beyond Quora. Wow. So there's a and lot. You, and you as, as a publisher of that answer have access to that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's an advertise. Yeah, from the advertising platform. Wow. And now they have, when you answer questions, you can sponsor it so your answer comes up first. So Amazing. they see, or you can advertise on specific questions. So you really, the power of what you can do on Quora is awesome. But the thing is, the question is, does your target audience have an updated Quora profile? Mm. And so they might, they're starting to build the scale off platform by building up a large network. But if they never got onto Quora to begin with, they'll never see your ads off of the network either. And if they're not using it, you can't use those targeting methods of certain questions. And there's, the targeting mm-hmm. is, is very good. So it's a bit early for B2B, maybe. I mean, no, nothing's too early. I mean, as a marketer, mm-hmm. you should do whatever you can. You should try to find opportunities for arbitrage. We're always looking for the attention, right? Mm-hmm. So like, where is the, where can you get, where can you get like, uh, where can you get attention is like the big thing that um, at, at, uh, that's ROI positive, you know, that's worthwhile. Like that's the end of the day marketers are asking. Absolutely. Right. So, I mean, LinkedIn and Google have targeting and scale, like, you know, which Quora doesn't, but Quora has got really unique targeting. It doesn't have the scale. Mm-hmm. So you got to find out what's your, you know, you got to find anything's an opportunity if you can find out how to use it right. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, Yol, you're all about community, right? I see you posting videos and podcasts with colleagues and friends. What advice would you have uh, to our marketers you know, regarding community? What, posting or creating content or? Uh, posting. I mean, should you create like more casual content uh, on, your, on your business profile? So you start documenting. So mm -hmm. like here, what think of the content? Right? I came and we took a, I took a picture and I posted just in the studio when mm -hmm. I came in, and we, we took a video with the with the makeup artist. That's right, people. This is not my natural. This is not how I naturally look. The chance to cover even more she, stunning. It's in, true. The to cover up the beauty so you look better. It's all relevant. Right. Oh, here's a video that you shot last oh, week. Oh yeah. I think. Oh right, exactly. So that's it. Right, me and Hill on next mm -hmm. case. So it's. It's the same, just document. So like if you and I have a conversation or interesting idea, there's no reason why you and I shouldn't take a, a picture, where I should write up a little post about just something we discuss and put it up as content, mm -hmm. all right? So the problem is that there's so many people that have an awesome product or an awesome story, an awesome technology, even an awesome personality and entertaining, everything's great. But if you don't put that content out, you're like, was the, you're like you know, the tree that fell and no one's there, right? In the forest, no one's there to hear it. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it is. So it's such a waste, which is why you should be documenting as much as you can. If you don't feel comfortable posting exactly. anything, just, just document, which is why I'm dying for LinkedIn stories. Because then I can be documenting my entire day on LinkedIn as I actually do things. So people often might just see pictures of me out uh, with pictures usually it's out of the office, but 95% of the time I'm in the office on accounts, working or on the phone. Mm -hmm. yeah. And once like LinkedIn stories, I'm able to easy, more easily document in a quick manner, you know, then I'll be able to, you know, there's more you can do. But people don't be scared of the camera. And like, it's your camera. It's not like now I don't get to control this angle, right? That they got going <laughs> on me. But when you do that, but you get to control, you get to delete photos before okay. they go up. So just take a photo, don't overthink it and post it. Great advice, man. Hi, right, Yol. So uh, I think that's something to look uh, look up for uh, in uh, in 2020. Maybe stories in LinkedIn. Thanks so much for coming here. Shana Zachitova, as they say. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Thanks, See brother. You, Keep up bye the good bye. work. Loving the secret sauce. Okay. Bye bye.